Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Would you like to receive the teaching of the Word of God today? I want the saints to turn with me and help me today because we are going to continue along the same lines. We're turning together in our Bibles to the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. John 21. And uh, when you get there, say amen. 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 We're going to start reading, if if um, if we can, with um, with verse thirty of chapter twenty, and then we're just going to go a few verses into chapter twenty-one. Chapter verse thirty. Ready? Go. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter, and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter says unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. And when the morning was now come, Jesus stood in the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net On the right side of the ship, and you shall find. They cast the net, therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fish. Stop. I want to talk to you today as the Spirit leads along the lines of the patriarchal, which is relating to um, to the authorship and the completion. It's pertaining to the Godship of our Lord and his preordained plan from eternity, his creative work, and then his redemptive work, and then the establishment of leaders to lead this spiritual nation of nations or nations that make up a nation, a holy nation, a peculiar people, 
we are not of the world, we're not of the world, although we're in the world. I'm going to talk to you about that. And because the patriarch of heaven wants to make your life heavenly. Let, let me rephrase that. He would like for you to have previews. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And so we, we're teaching along the lines of the patriarch, the family, and, um, and the treasure. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the patriarchal, the familial, the familial, which is family. And we're talking about the, the communion or the koinonia. The things we have in common with heaven. You stay on your feet for a minute. You say, well, I, I don't have anything in common in heaven because I live on earth. Of whom the whole family. Not two families. The whole family in heaven and in earth is named. Thank you for allowing the roof to stop being your ceiling. Regarding the things of God. So we're going to talk about that out of the scriptures. If you want to move into what the Lord has for you. In the next number of supernatural years of divine promise. And so the word familial or the family, the family of the, of the Lord, is relating to, um, to family, relating to also what is inherited by way of transmission from generation to generation in our inheritance proceeds or issues from the victory of Christ and his own appearance to humanity and revelation of his victory on behalf of you and I. And then in this event here, we see that the Lord did something very powerful. He showed up on seven apostles that went fishing. And all night, we just tried to fish. How many of us today will accept the fact that today is the day when the try will leave your life. So I want to talk to you about the patriarch. The family and the treasure. The patriarchal, the familial, and the communion. Hold the Bibles above your head. Hold them up high. This is the word of God. Excuse us. Shout it like an army. One more time. Not an opinion. Not human tradition. Not subject to debate. Alive. God said, I believe it. And that settles it. He is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. 
I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. And as I believe him today, I can do what he says I can do. Now, if you believe him, set the Bible down and give God the greatest shout of victory he's ever heard us send out of planet Earth. Amen. You may be seated. There is much to share with the people of God, with you. So we're going to abbreviate it by the grace of the Lord, limit it to a morning or one session. Leading up to our camp meeting and our very, very powerful first century faith discipleship training. (laughs) I have one person here that's attending that. I got a little concerned. I, th- I, I thought, wow, I have one person here. Our first century faith. And so if I can recall last week's touching on what took place. And uh, it's very important for me to disclose this part before we go further. Here's the Lord appearing. And very important, we read chapter 20. And if we go past the, the miracle of the great treasure, we get to the end of the book where the apostle John, the theologian, declares clearly many other things that Jesus do. He does it again. So in other words, before chapter 21... And then after chapter 21, many other things that Jesus do that are not written. And if they were written, I suppose the whole world cannot contain the books that are written. So, So we know that the context of it is not grasping the full content of it. Okay. So when we go into this miracle, it's different than Christ saying, do you have any bread? And he takes the bread and blesses it and breaks it. And then they recognize him in the breaking of bread. Or do you have any food? And they give him a honeycomb and a fish. Do you remember that? This is different because Christ is recorded by the apostle John. After the gospels were already disclosed by, uh, you know, Matthew and, and Luke and Mark accordingly. And here John waits until all of it is disclosed. And he shares not only his gospel, but he shares his gospel in the most meticulous way. Because of John's observance of the feasts and the times and the dates, etc., we know in Christianity that Christ ministered for three and a half years on earth. We know that for a fact because primarily the writings 
of John. Of course the tradition and the knowledge of the early church. But we know from John in the Bible. This is why I say we believe him. I don't say we believe it. Because the word of God is not an it to us. The word of God is alive. It may be on the page. But it's not imprisoned on the page. He is alive. Should I stop? And so we see for the first time that when Christ appears this way, he actually reveals himself. And the word reveals in in the original language is he makes himself known on this wise or in this manner. Meaning that the following, he makes himself known on this wise or in this manner. This is how he made himself known there at that time to seven apostles. Well, well, how did he make himself known? Well, firstly, let me help you a little bit with your computer translations there. He did not say, cast the net in on the right side of the ship and you will find some. He did not say you will find some. He said you will find The Lord never promised Peter, James, John, Andrew, nobody in their catch of fish, you will find some. The first time we met the Lord, he said, cast the nets in. Jesus is not looking to help professional fishermen find some. He's not looking for good businessmen to get some contract. He's not looking for some good Christians to get some victory. He's not looking for some good Christians to get some recovery. The Lord is bringing the heavenly into your life. I'm going to stop till somebody shout. Is that okay? Now you know what I'm talking about if you've looked at translations in the Bible. And they may be well-meaning. I don't know. But you know, well-meaning, you know, should be honest. Because I didn't come out of the world to have my education dumbed down. So don't try to make Jesus palatable to me. Help me get up through the word of the living God to what he's declared to be so. My God, you know what I'm talking Run up here. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Not palatable, exceeding abundantly above all. You got to help me. Are you going to help me? Yeah. All right. You may be seated. So if in your, if in your, your translations and you're going through, and it's good to read all different translations, but this is what I'm telling you. He did not say cast the net, net in on the right side and you will find some. Because we certainly didn't find some. 
Morning came and the Lord said, Hey, children, do you have any food? And, and listen, we had our International Miracle Institute graduation. It was on the ship. We'd been graduated. We're alumni. It's been 21 days after the resurrection. Jesus paid it all, all to him. I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. This is post-resurrection saints. Called to change the world. But on our own, can't fill one ship. Can't feed one person asking for food on the shore. You know, Dr. Robin, I'm not on a time limit today. I've come for your revival. God help me a little bit you may be seated but you pull on me like that we'll be here we'll be here a while and one thing about our ministry and I've been told that by people all over the world people lose sight of time and they might come in tired but they don't leave tired you will not leave the way you came Children, do you have any food? We say to him, no. He says, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you will find. Well, it's evident that those words came inspired. So that means the heavenly in our Lord and Savior, the heaven... In our Lord was connected to results on earth. When words that are inspired tell us to do something, then we will not try. When the word of God says do something, then it will be, you will be filled with the ability to do it. Revival will not come because intelligent Christians lowered the bar of the call of God to a level that was friendly to everybody's design and desire. Revival is on the inside of fire-filled word. 
believing, God obeying Christians like you. Should I stop? You know that's the truth. And you watch 2023 and beyond will be filled with God's divine results for you because you're going to be looking. You may be see, you're going to be looking for the results of God. You say, what do you mean? What made seven men? What made seven men cast the net in in obedience to someone they hadn't discovered yet to be the Lord? It was three and a half years of walking with the Lord and experiencing the touch of what it's like to be moved by the Spirit. And so before they can doubt Him, they obeyed the confidence. Just like you listen just just as Elijah prophesied rain and then stayed on the mountain sending his servant to go looking if there's a cloud you're going to be looking for your prayers answer you're not going to be looking I'm not interested in forked tongues and lying words. I'm interested in what God said will happen in the family of God, in the child of God, in the saint of God, in the redeemed of the Lord. I say you're going to run and not be weary. I say you're going to walk and not faint. I say you're going to have 12 baskets. I say you're going to have 7 hampers. I say you're going to have a net full. I say my God will take care of you. I say your loved one will be saved. I say your health will be restored. I say your youth will be renewed. I say your joy will be full. Why? Excuse me for getting a little ahead of myself. You know, I am ahead of myself. I'm way down the line. And I tell you right now, no enemies are hanging out there to block you. They've run every direction because of the Lord that is in you. So just as, just as, just as, come here, come here, Robert, lift your hands up. Just as Elijah went to look for the cloud. He went to look for the cloud. You look for your answer. You look for the word of God. You look for the promise of God. Stretch your hands this way and say, Lord, like an army, say, Lord, for the sake of our brothers and sisters around the world, help us to help the man of God today to receive teaching. Amen. I'd like to teach a little bit, all right? You may be seated. Do you notice the principle? When the morning came and the Lord said, cast your net in on the right side of the ship and you will find. Before they knew it was the Lord, they cast the net in based on what? The inspiration of the spirit, the words that are spirit and life, that they had known the fruit of in the past. 
So they threw the net in, and when they enclosed such a, a great treasure or catch of fish, actually they enclosed according to statistics by pound. If every fish was 25 pounds or whatever, they enclosed enough. Remember the alabaster box? was 300 pence according to the calculation of the disciples or 300 denarii that was about one year's wages and so divided by 300 that catch of fish was 153 alabaster boxes that's 153 lesser level year wages to be divided among seven apostles so if If you were making double that, do the math. So they enclosed that great catch of fish. It was impressive even for professional fishermen. And John said, it is the Lord. I'm going to stop for a minute. Hit someone sitting next to you say, catch this. Today... Would you like for me to teach you how from the word of God, this is not an isolated event that happened 2,000 years ago. But this is also a divine principle that was chosen by the Lord to be revealed through the apostle John and put on scriptures. So that you and I will believe that the Lord who did that, does that every step of the way, all the way into the 21st century. This is not, this is not incarcerated. Would you like for me to show you out of the sacred scriptures why this miracle principle is the economy or the communion or the fellowship of the family? Well, I'll try because that shout was a little pathetic. It sounded like the, the churches that I used to go to in the 90s and in the 80s. Let me try it again. You know, I say that with all respect. I respect the saints of God. I know enough. I know you enough to know you'll dust yourself off before you go into a job interview. <laughs> so dust yourself off before you come into the house of God. Glory, 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 glory. And and so so 153 alabaster boxes when they caught that John said it is the Lord and you know the story Peter jumps in and he gets to the Lord he gets to the Lord he sees the Lord and and we're coming and we're dragging the fish so so we're dragging the fish to the shore almost four tons of fish I think I, I can't think of the math right now it's a lot of fish We'll get into that in weeks to follow. But when, when Peter gets to the shore, and the, when we get to the shore, we see the fire coals, which are basically big enough to put 25-pound fish and 50-pound fish, depending on what megas meant. If megas was natural, if large was natural, that's fine. And put them on these coals that were not started with a natural fire. They're probably holy coals resembling and representing the Holy Spirit. 
to the disciples who we're seeing the Lord and we know that the Lord's not going to stay with us forever. He's going to transition the way we work with him, but he's going to give us evidence. He's going to give us evidence. And, and I believe God. I've had evidence all my life. No devil's been able to kill me. No devil's been able to steal my family. No devil's been able to rob me of the results of God. And if I can help you, the same will happen to you because you're part of the family of Almighty God. Permanent victory today is a decision that you don't back off of. your hands on your spirit shout I believe you Lord I receive today in faith what you promise I expect it beyond my understanding and I rejoice about it before it manifests amen Stay on your feet for a minute because watch this. These are the these are seven of the twelve, and then Jesus is the eighth. And we drag the fish to the shore, and all of us see he's got fish, and all of us see he's got bread. How did the fish get there? How did the bread get there? Not from us. And then the Lord said, bring, according to language, present of the fish you have caught now. So he empowers us. And then now present of the fish you've caught now. And then we know that we went and drug that catch to the shore. Because the Lord is interested in you following through on your miracle. Following through on, on, on your harvest. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now for a moment you may be seated. The entire teaching of our progress in God it's my desire it's your call it's our purpose to walk supplying the presence of heaven on earth let me say that again wherever we go the presence of the Lord is with us evidence of that that presence is what you want How many want evidence? Do you want evidence? Let me tell you something. Today, today we're living in a time when either humanity will wear out the man of God or the man of God will resurrect humanity. 
I choose the latter. You're too valuable to God to leave you in slumber. You're too valuable to God to leave you in mediocrity. You're too valuable to God to leave you in double-mindedness. You're too valuable to God to leave you in dismay. It is time for you to allow the Lord to lift So I have hours today. You can either get it right away or I could tire you to the point of resurrection life. You will have a great catching away today. I'm telling you right now. Mama, mama. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Look with me in the word of God to the 21st chapter and verse 2. And I can go later on as the spirit leads to touch on some of the Apostles, but I want to merely touch on, and I'm benefiting you and profiting you. How many of us are in FCD? Let me see your hands. Okay. Would you like for me to give you a, a, a mini preview of where we're heading into? Just a mini preview because it's very important. It's the appointment of the Lord with his people. And um, how many of you are not in FCD? Let me see your hands. That should have been the other half of you, right? Okay. How many of you that are not in FCD, for whatever reason, would like for me to give you a preview? Because this will change your quality. It will change your results. It'll change, it'll change your condition. This will change your condition. So if, if I can just touch on just one person to start out with, to show you that this is... And first of all, I'm going to draw you, draw you a picture. Allegorically speaking, Christ, he's, when the Word became flesh, it was God... Taken on a body. God the word. Infused a body. In the womb. Of um, the Virgin Mary. And the body has thou prepared me. Is what the scriptures say. So he became. Man. Now I don't want to go into detail. But he became fully man. Just as much human. As you and I are. Except without any sin. And he remained just as much God the word as he ever was. It's very important because after he went through the torturous death on the cross. For you and I to be free. Thank God we're free. And thank God any form of bondage in your life is an illusion. Thank God any form of seeming defeat in your life is a lie. 
Thank God every word curse that says you're going to fail is demonic. And thank God every word of blessing is empowered by the resurrected Savior to transpire in your life continually. I'll tell you what, if I was where you were at today, I would have run around this building already. I would have run around this building already. I know what the Lord has done. I know what the Lord has done. I know the preserver. I know the protector. I know the deliverer. I know the savior. do you love me I love you more praise God go with me in the but I I I appreciate you responding to the victory of Christ so so actually what we just said alone is priceless You know, I know where you live. You're my people. You're the people of God. I know the world you live in. Have I addressed any of the things that hurl themselves against you? Have I given you good news about things that are bad news? Have I? Are you happy about it? So... So, um, so if, if we, can, we can look at this, and allegorically speaking, the word in metaphor, this, this account, is the word of God, Christ, the head of the church, showing that our fellowship will be with the Holy Spirit, revealing himself or making himself known on this wise on what wise? On communion together? On prophecy about the future of Peter's life? Prophecy about the feeding my sheep? Prophecy about the future and longevity of John the Beloved? Right? Um, invitation to come and eat and then he would give us of his own bread and then he would give us of his own fish. So there's the communion. That did not change in church. It's exactly what church is about. That's exactly what the house is about. Fellowship one with another is having things in common one with another. Certainly not the word having commonality with our sin. But on the contrary, the word touching 
what the devil will try to put in your life and say no you gather together around the sanctity of my living word and because I've given you faith towards God I hold on to humanity with one hand and to the Godhead with another I'm the mediator so that there'll be a current running not from earth's deficiency to break heaven but from heaven's sufficiency to supply to earth So our needs never overpower our provider. Our provider eclipses any one of our needs. Hallelujah. Well shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. You catching that? So heaven and earth get connected in Christ. Okay. Now here. If we can look at this and um, let's look at, uh, out of all the guys, let's look at the names that were together, Simon, Peter, and um, Thomas called Didymus or the twin, right? That's what Thomas means, the twin in the original. And Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee and the sons of Zebedee or the sons of thunder, right? James and John. We won't go into their confessions of faith. They all had confessions of faith about the Lord. We'll just touch on Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee. This Nathaniel was there when the first miracle happened. This first miracle did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and revealed his glory and his disciples believed on him. Well, how did the Lord reveal his glory? We ran out of wine. And then he filled the six water pots. He didn't, but the servants that were told by Mary, his mother, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And he, and he does it. But all of a sudden, they just, we just pour water. We see water poured. And all of a sudden, he says, pour out. This Nathaniel was there. Now that might seem like a small thing to you, but that's why I'm here to teach you. Because there's no small thing in the word of God. And if you believe that the man of God today has the ability to take you up a notch higher in your faith walk. Dr. Robin, I was up all night. The Lord talking to me about this. You ready, guys? Yes. Let's see the confession of Nathaniel. You may be seated. In the first chapter of John, before the the miracle, first miracle that Jesus did, which was a miracle of provision, manifested his glory and his disciples believed on him. Right before that, we grabbed a hold of Nathaniel and said to him, uh, we have found him of whom the scriptures say, Jesus of Nazareth. We found him, the Messiah. 
And remember what he said, could anything good come out of Nazareth? Now you guys know where it's at in the, in, in the, um, in the gospel of John, the first chapter. Well, while he's coming, the Lord looks at him and he says, behold or look or here is an Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile. And he responds. You are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Is that what he said? Let's look at it. Is it in verse 40? 49? 49. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi or master, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. So Nathanael was looking for the king of Israel. He had a revelation that the Messiah is also the king of Israel. And he understood that by revelation, the rabbi could not, the master could not know him. And know his heart. Unless he was of God. This is very important. I'm going to take you to where your connection with God is predicted. I'm going to take you to where your earth is connected to his heaven. There'll be no shortage in your home. There'll be no defeat in your life. There'll be no there'll be no tolerance of adversity or demonic attacks. Today is a day of your decision to receive 100% victory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you have a minute? So he says, um, he says, you're the son of God. You're the king of Israel. And we all know what the Lord said. Because I saw you, because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree, you believe? Because Nathaniel was like, well, how do you know me? He said, oh, before they got you while you're still under the fig tree. Before you got up this morning. While you were still in the parking lot. While you're, my God. My, 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 my. So Nathaniel was looking for the promise of God. While you're still under the fig tree, I saw you. You're the king of Israel. You're the son of God. Because I told you, I saw you. You believe? You'll see greater things than these. Finish it. What if you see? No, all of you quote it together. Ready? You know the Bible, don't you? You act like you know the Bible. You're sitting there knowing the Bible all morning. Then I tell you to quote it and you just like tilt. Read it. Yeah. 
You're going to see greater things than these. What? Yeah. What if you see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man or the patriarch of humanity and the family, his humanity and the people, his redeemed. What if you see heaven and earth connected on the shore, on the sea, on the field, in the desert, on the mountain, in the prayer hall, at the church, at the... somebody what if you see the will of the father revealed in the lives of the children what if you see the word of the living God prevailing in the lives of the redeemed you're going to see greater things than a word of knowledge you're going to see heaven open you're going to see heaven open Now stay on your feet for a minute because I could tell today, Dr. Robin, I'm going to stay like here for a few hours because I don't have anything else. This is my victory. This is my Lord. This is my, I don't have anything but the word of the living God. Ascending and descending on what? Jesus. Why are you telling Nathaniel? He's going to see greater things than what you just said to him. You just gave him a personal compliment. Come on, Lord. You just told Nathaniel he's a true Israelite that does not have any guile or deception in his mouth. Uh, That is a motivational, personal word. It's enough. No, you're going to see greater things than personal motivation. You're going to see greater things than occasional refreshings. You're going to see greater things than occasional waves. You're going to see greater things than occasional breakthroughs. You're going to see heaven open permanently. You're going to see the connection between heaven and earth. Made by the Lord who forever pierced the veil to give us access to the presence of the living God. You're going to see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Wow. You may be seated. Do I have reason to think? That Nathaniel knew what Jesus was talking about? 100%. Because certainly the patriarchs, well, of course, the eternal patriarch is God. <laughs> Somebody shout eternal. eternal. Ready? Eternal. Ready? Somebody shout from eternity. eternity. No beginning of days. That's that's how that's so he orchestrated, he planned. He planned this thing before time. And then you and I have the privilege of looking not our to our forefather, 
But the Bible calls him our father, Abraham. So God made a covenant with Abraham and God made communion available with Abraham, things in common. And, uh, and you know the story, Abraham lives 175 years of divine health, willing obedience, and success in God. Sure, there were challenges. He lived through famines and droughts. He lived through challenges or whatever. But he won how many times? How many? Was Abraham different than us? 175 years Abraham lived. Well, you remember Sarah and Abraham. Abraham was almost 100. This is where like maybe the patience word comes in. It's almost 100 before uh, the promise was fulfilled. And how was it fulfilled? Sarah's in the tent hearing and, um, and she laughs. She laughs happily really because after being old, I'm going to look out there because you got... You, After being old, she said, the handmaid is old, was she now, will I now have pleasure? She knew the only way to have offspring was to have relationship. She knew that, but she was a hundred. It's going to take a miracle. So she starts laughing. And the Lord said, why did you laugh? And she said, I didn't laugh. He said, nay, but you did laugh. So then they called. That's why they called Isaac. Is it okay to do a history lesson? Ishak means laughter. Laughter. What are we going to name him? Well, why don't we name him laughter? Because when we... The moment we chose to believe God. And so I'll, I'll go into that some other time. But Isaac, the same thing. And then Yaakov or Jacob, the same thing. Now when you got to Jacob, you got to someone who's eventually gonna wrestle see you forced me to get ahead of myself not because this word is not important but because my time is very important and I want to help some people today there are some people all over this this sanctuary people all over the world that want their miracles immediately does anybody here need a breakthrough from God So if, if, if we can recall, let's, let's do this. You're the king of, you'll see heaven open and the angels of God ascend and descend on the son of man. Go with me to the book of beginnings. 
Yeah, that's right. The book of Genesis, the book of Moses, that first book of Moses. And, um, and the record of the account is in the 28th chapter of Genesis, and it is where Jacob falls asleep and he goes to sleep and um, in an area called Luz or Luz and he goes to sleep and he dreams a dream hit someone say I'm an heir, I'm an heir. To, the to the performance of the word of God, the word of God. so he dreams a dream And in the dream, he sees a ladder set down on earth. And the top of it reached heaven. You know who that is, right? That's the mediator between God and man. The man Christ Jesus. The way up came down. He did not come down to keep us down. My God, my God, what would I do if the miracle faith apostolic global church was here? singing our songs all over the world they're preaching our sermons all over the world they're teaching our teaching all over the world they're getting our results what would I do today what would I do today what come in what would I do today he didn't come down he didn't come down to leave you down he came down to establish your way up our savior has forever joined two dimensions in covenant now listen to me child of God listen to me anything in this world that says no is a disrespectful curse word against the Christ. I can't repeat that, but you know what I mean? So anything in your mind that says, no, no, when he comes back the second time, it is not our job to relegate his supply to a dispensation. He has united heaven. United heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. He's united heaven and 
but it's intentional because the Lord has something very strong for the people of God that are qualified to be FCD, first century disciples. I'm going to do three supernatural weeks between now and 2024 because I'm looking for a very mature, supernatural, devil-defeating generation that can march together in sync to see a harvest so you may be seated so I've been talking to the Lord I've been talking to Dr. Robin about some of the things that I will explain and clarify but how many see enough in the word of God to accept what is being said so here's Jacob he has this dream the angels of God are ascending and descending on this ladder and then God speaks to him from the top of the ladder he's, he's standing he's impillared and he tells him I'm the God of your fathers he doesn't say the God of your ancestors he said he didn't say I'm the God of your father and your grandfather he said I'm the God of your fathers well maybe, maybe he did I don't know what does it say? Okay. I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. Well, notice he didn't call Abraham his grandfather. So the covenant does not whittle down through generations. The the promise does not lose power through generations. Glory, glory, glory. And so if the Lord spoke it, if the Lord said it, and someone grabbed it on earth, which Abraham did, and Isaac did. Now Jacob is having this, and he's being told that. If you look at the context of the scripture... At that time, Jacob is not a believer. At that time, Jacob is not a believer. Jacob actually is being introduced to God via experience over here in the dream. And if you read on in your own time of edification, you'll notice that I'm telling you the truth. And so he's, and how many know I'm telling you the truth because you've read it before? You could sit down if you'd like. Are you getting anything out of this? How about you? So here's the ladder. Angels ascending and descending. God standing and God says to him from the top of this ladder. I'm the God of Abraham your father. And Isaac, and he says to him that the land that you're in and the promises I made to your father and your seed will be like what? Like the sand of the sea. Isn't that what he says? Or am I misquoting? Like what? Like the dust of the earth. In other words, the word that I gave, the word that I, the patriarch of heaven, 
the eternal father, the author, the word that I declared to Abraham, I reiterated to Isaac. And now I'm reiterating to you because the word that was for your father is the word that is for you. The word for your father is the word for you. Very important to know what house you choose to belong to. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And and so, so you're going to be like the dust of the sea. I told you on the way here, Dr. Robin, baby, I told you that there's probably almost 9 billion people on earth. Now that might be, somebody said, well, there's not that many people. Well, it won't be long before there is. And I'm planning to be here. Because this promise is about people joining the family of Almighty God like the dust of the earth, multiplied like the stars of the sky, multiplied like the fish in the net, multiplied, my God, my God. I plan to be here. Glory to God. I mean alive and healthy and preaching and decreeing and leading and helping the people of God. Well, you say, well, Dr. Arfush, what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with everything because this Jacob we're talking about is the Israel. So you don't have to go there with me. But one night after he got up, he got up from this dream and he said, surely the Lord was in this place. No wrong. The Lord is in this. But he said, the Lord was in this place. This is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. I did not know that the Lord was in this place. And he named the name of that place Bethel. And he took that pillow, put it like a pillar and poured oil on it. Said, God, if you keep clothes on my back, I'm paraphrasing. If you give me what I need to, to get to my house safely. And if you do this, that and the other, he put a vow out. He said, then you'll be my God. And I'll come back to this place, to this house of God, Bethel, to this house, and I'll tithe. Do you notice he's not a believer, right? But scared the tar out of him, you know? It's like God saying, wake up, you're a descendant of Abraham. And that's what the Lord told Nathaniel. You're going to see greater things than these. Jesus help me. You know what happens when Dr. Harvest starts flip, flipping the pages real slow like. <laughs> Something's about to happen. Then the Lord came down. Now, almost everybody agrees that it was God who wrestled with Jacob. Whether it was God or whether it was an angel, I'm certain that heaven dialed down the force used 
There's no human. There is no human that's going to wrestle against and prevail unless, you know, because God don't tap out to nobody. But just like we do with our kids, you know, we just let our kids, you know, little babies or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, and he's getting the best of him. Oh, my goodness, how strong he is and all that. Whatever the rules of engagement were. Whether the Lord gave Jacob the strength or whether the Lord limited the strength exerted, whatever the case might be. There was a wrestling match going on and it took place in the 32nd chapter of Genesis. And in Genesis 32, hit someone and said, Jacob gets saved. So what happened? So... The Lord starts wrestling with him or a man started wrestling with him and Jacob is wrestling. He's wrestling all night. And the morning was coming. Wow, it sounds a little familiar. The morning was coming. And the man said to him, let me go, the morning is coming. And see, but he was desperate. Jacob didn't want to live with Jacob anymore. All of us got to a point where we didn't want to be what we used to be. We wanted a helper to take us up to a new nature, to a new birth, to a regeneration. And even those of us that may have, you know, been knowing the Lord when we were little and we didn't later on because we were walking according to peer pressure. Let me tell you something. Anybody here has a relative, a loved one, a son, a daughter, a cousin, a nephew, an uncle, an aunt that need to come back to God? Wave at me if that is you. Just keep your hand up. Keep your hand. Don't wait for them to come back to God to believe that God has got a plan for you. Keep waving at me. Keep waving at me. The Lord is going to honor your obedience and lose his power. So I get delivered out of death at the hands of religious haters in, in West, West Asia, in Phoenicia, in the Holy Lands. Devil's been trying to kill me since I was two years old. Now I'm 22. 32. 42. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The enemy could not kill you. When you were in his camp, he can't touch you. So peer pressure all over the world. And this got nothing to do with conditions in the earth today. It has to do with the condition of a, 
A decision you make and never back off of. So I'm flipping through TV in the 70s. I thought I left Jesus in the past. Sure, my friends made sure that I avoided every street preacher or any witness. Because everybody knew that if you talked about God in my presence, I'd stand up for the scriptures I knew since I was a child. Probably similar to you, Robert. When you were a kid, except before you were, I am. Or I was. I don't want to be misinterpreted. I was. Only, only my Lord am. But peer pressure. You know? Now I'm, I'm flipping through and here's a preacher. I'm smoking weed. This is like early 70s. He said, Christian, serve God. I'm looking at the television. I'm going, how in the world is the television watching me? But you know what? I knew all my life that I should continue to serve God. That's why I had you wave. Your relatives know. Wave at me. Your relatives know. Your children know. Your loved ones know. Your, your distant relatives know. And there's going to come an arrest. They're being delivered out of status quo. They're getting in the net. 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 And the net will not break. They're getting in the net, and the net will not break. They're getting IMI. They're getting FCD. They're getting AGC. And the net will not break. Do you believe the word of the Lord for you? While you're on your feet or in your chair, take out a pen and write the name of some people that are about to get increased to the house of God. About to get saved. About to get right. Christians serve God. My name is Christian. So I rededicated my life to the Lord. It wasn't long after that where Luke 4.18 called me to the ministry. Ever since I put down and laid aside any and all dependence on everything. I've never turned back to be a user of drugs or anything like that. I've always given my, I I have given my life to raise up champions and I don't want to lead or minister to any group of people that are not looking for the victory of Christ to be revealed on earth. This is why I'm with you today. Because you are called to see the victory of the Lord on earth. 
Thank you for your enthusiasm about that. So he's wrestling and, and, and the Lord wants to leave. It's morning. It's almost morning. It's almost morning. Something about morning. Morning changes things. Yes. Jacob doesn't know it. Jacob says, I will not let you go till you bless me. And the blessing was connected to a nature change. And the nature change was connected to a name change. Very similar to his father who used to be Abram. You know what I mean. He's Isaac's father. And his name was Abraham. When he changed his name. When God changed his name. It only took one year. For him to have a fulfillment of promise. You can have 30 years of promises. And, and, and they delay. But the moment you become. Identificational. With the promise. The promise becomes accelerational in your life I was sent here today by the Lord to prepare you to immediately participate in your hampers and your baskets being filled based on the fact that you're empowered by a word or the word of God your name is changed our name is changed our name is changed Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. You have a minute? He said, what is your name? He said, he said, my name is Jacob. And what did he say? Your name will no longer be Jacob. Your name will be Israel. This is, oh, you're the king of Israel. You're the son of God. You'll see heaven open. The angels of God ascending and descending. So that means that Israel's dream before his name was given to him was that heaven and earth will be connected. Christ's performance when he rose from the dead is to show us on the shore that forever your ship will not be defeated forever your harvest will not be lost at sea forever my God forever your communion with God and things in common with your with your patriarch and with your family ranks and rights will be available to you regardless of how dark the world gets the light of the Lord will shine on you regardless of how many antichrists are in the world the Messiah will be in your house the glorious indwelling will be in your being every part of your life will be filled with the power of the living God hallelujah and he said your name will now be a prince that prevails with God and he called the name of that place face of God Phineel he said because I've seen God face to face and the original language said I'm saved you looked in the mirror and you got saved so the Lord sent the man of God to tell you what you were saved into you are royalty you are holy you're redeemed
Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.